David Johnson runs a company called Australian Super Solutions. He's a really, really high level dude. I actually first met David uh, at one of our man weekends. Our man weekend, for those of you who don't know, is where we get a whole heap of dudes into one space and we run them through a heap of mental exercises, physical exercises. We pretty much push these dudes to the limit so they can find out what they're actually capable of and teach them a whole heap of strategies so that they can dominate in their life. And I've seen David's progress as he's continually came to our man weekends and he's just on a massive upward trajectory. And I wanted to get him on here because what he was saying about his company, what they do is really, really exciting. And I think that it might be able to help out some of you guys. I hope you enjoy this episode because I learned a lot from it. And we're live. Thanks for coming on, sir. You're welcome, James. Good to be here. So, mate, what I wanted to start with, first of all, because I'm not going to act like I know anything about superannuation law or anything like that, but the reason, like, I really want to get you on because it sounds fucking exciting. And what I know about what you do is that you help people utilize their super, which is, you know, trapped pretty much until and held a ransom until we're about, what, 55, 60 these days, and how we can utilize that money to go through and buy buy a house. Can you run me through, like, what, actually, first of all, like, what is it that you guys do and, like, how do you help people? Yep. So what we do is help create 20% deposits and then 100% finance so they can go and buy a home to live in. So a lot of people are stuck in the rental trap. And we try to rescue them from that trap and liberate them through home ownership. So it's living the Australian dream for the people that do want a home. You know, a lot of people do want a home, but they feel that they're just never going to be able to save the deposit because life costs too much. Right. And so you're just using the super for that deposit. Exactly. Not directly, but yeah, we leverage their super and it's a two-step process so we basically it's what's called an investment and a loan strategy and we can dive deep into that later on but yeah that's essentially what we do okay well like well yeah let's dive deep into that let's first like first of all i want to know like how did you get started in this okay so i moved to australia 10 years ago from new zealand if you haven't picked up on my kiwi accent <laughs> and, we, we, uh, we won't hold that against you <laughs> thanks well after all we are anzics right we fight <laughs> together so we're, we're brothers. So my first role was a financial planner for AMP. So I got qualified here in Australia and they wanted me to move to a Brisbane office, but I lived at Corumban Beach and I didn't want to do an hour commute. So I turned them down and I worked for uh, quite a few boutique uh, local Gold Coast financial planning firms. And I helped hundreds of Australians just improve their retirement outcomes, essentially. Back in those days for about five years in a row, was helping people go direct into wholesale direct, which just takes away the shop front. So there's 125 superannuation companies in Australia and they have to make their money, but people can do better for themselves if they know what other options are available to them. And that's uh, the thing. They don't really know what other options are available to them. Yeah, totally. So can you run us through that? Yeah, so with the options, so wholesale direct is where the big trillion-dollar funds like BlackRock, it's the biggest fund in the world. It's uh, mainly infrastructure globally around the world. Uh, it's about $8 trillion. And then you've got Vanguard, I think number two, about $5 trillion. And that's where a big, large portion of people's superannuation is invested. They just don't know. They just don't look at their portfolios and dive deep into you know, when I asked somebody, I had no just- idea about that. That's really <laughs> concerning because I haven't heard a single good thing about BlackRock uh, recently at all. Yeah. So, so it's not necessarily a good thing. It's just the reality of the structure the government created when they birthed superannuation in 1992. They believe it's broken now. So they announced in the last budget that 
They're going to spend a billion dollars a year this year, 2021, through to 31, 10 years, $10 billion to try and fix superannuation. That's yeah, what's what's wrong with it? Well, people aren't getting the money they deserve. What's mainly wrong is four out of five Australians, over 80% of the countries, millions of people, end up on the pension. The reason they end up on the pension is because we're all living longer. So ladies' average life expectancy is 90, a male is mid to late 80s. And so when you stop working, even at pension age right now, is 67 in Australia, it will be 70 soon, but they're inching it up slowly but surely. You know, you've still got half a lifetime to live if you're healthy. So that's a big issue when you run out of money. So it's not a matter of if, it's just usually a matter of when for the majority of the country, which is really sad. So I'll give you a national statistic. A lady will end up with 157 in balance. So these are national averages. A male will end up with 270 in balance. And 270, $157,000 and $207,000. $70,000 at retirement. Yeah. And these are averages. I mean, some people are doing better, some people are doing worse, but these are just national averages. So you can see how they run out of money eventually if they're you know, trying to retire for 20, 30 years. So yeah, totally. it doesn't go very far. So that's why they end up defaulting to the pension. However, the national average for somebody that has invested wisely in an investment property is 780000 So it's a massive difference. And that's... There's a big sea change in Australia. So in 2019, self-managed super funds became the most popular choice in the biggest space in the entire superannuation industry, having around $750 billion, so three quarters of a trillion dollars of money invested in that space today. They are larger than retail and industry. So those two are about $600 billion each and self-managed super funds are $750. So just slightly, they've just outgrown. So that happened in 2019. So that's when I became aware and alert of that fact. So then I thought, well, that's where the people want to be and want to go. Why? Well, because of leverage. So that is the secret source that makes more money for Australians in this country in superannuation world than anything else. And that means that any other investment asset that you have, like shares, like ordinary shares, which most people have a combination of 40% international shares, 40% local shares, and then in their portfolios of their super. And that's great while it goes up, but unfortunately, the nature of the share market has inherent risk. So if you go backwards and look at history, in the last 100 years, there's been a share market crash consistently every 10 to 12 years. So if you go back to February 2020, there was the pandemic coronavirus crisis in the share market. We lost $160 billion, got wiped off the face of the ASX, and unfortunately, that's where people's money was also invested globally and locally. So on average, most Australians lost 20% of the balance of their super fund last February. Now, some didn't do as bad as that. Some did worse because it depends whether you're 100% in the share market or if you're in a balance fund. And there's about five profiles that people can choose from, but people don't choose. They just don't know. So they don't know what they don't know. So they'll get a job. Their employer, by law, has to pay their super was 9.5%. It's increasing to 12.5% eventually over the next few years in front of us. So it's a great compulsory savings scheme. But yeah, people just don't know how super works. It's in the background. So they don't have any emotional attachment to it because out of sight, out of mind, just like most things in life, if it's you're not focused on it, you've got no energy with it. So the sad reality is a lot of people have a lot of jobs but their super starts to get scattered because they don't take their super from one employer to the next. So 
I think there's billions of dollars of what's called lost super out in. Dude, I remember that because I had a, I had a couple of different ones for whatever reason, and I remember those motherfuckers were just slamming with me with fees until like they they were taking home more money than what I was yeah, in really those sad. cheeky super funds. Like they're real pricks, aren't they? Well, it's actually I'll tell you a couple of things about the super funds in a minute, but. What's eating into people's supers that they don't contribute into anymore? They think in their mind, oh, well, I made that money. My super's going to be there at retirement. I'm still going to have a quarter of a million dollars or whatever. It's going to be there. Wrong. Every superannuation account has compulsory insurances. You've got total permanent disability. You've got life cover. And those types of insurances that are built into your super for your own protection, which is great. But the problem is you've got to pay insurance companies premiums every year out of that super. So if you're not contributing to a super... And the premium's coming out. It's just, it's pretty much emptying your accounts of all your money over, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 years. So that's the sad, I guess, economic pandemic of super in Australia. But well, so that's so- when we're scattered. So for every single fund that you have, so if you have multiple, because I know people who've got multiple, I used to have like three super things. I used to have like host plus minors and then something else. And I remember, uh, yeah, like each, so it's each one. It was like you're getting slammed with all these Yeah, that's right. It's not built in insurance unless you stop it and do yeah. something about it. They're still going to take the money out. So that's sadly what happens. Fortunately, there's lots of companies that are tidying up that lost super, it's called, and then consolidating it and putting it into portfolios. I did that for a few years. I helped uh, build a $400 million fund by doing that exact thing, uh, direct to wholesale. So it was, instead of having the big shop fronts like Australian Super or Q Super or Sun Super, and there's nothing wrong with the super companies because they're only built on a framework that you know was designed by the government and the supers to start with. But unfortunately, the big giants and things get carried away when they're unmonitored. So the first people to get caught out was the four big banks. Surprise, surprise, because I had... Are you telling me we can't trust the banks completely? (laughs) Well, it doesn't matter. They got caught out and they got fined. Not that they couldn't afford to pay, you know, millions of dollars in fines, which they did get, because they were, you know, charging people undisclosed fees that they weren't aware of. And that's the nature of all retail sort of supers. They'll get away with what they can get away with. If they don't have to disclose something, they're not going to. So... The sad reality is that I found with wholesale, the returns were like twice as much. So back in those days, if someone was getting 8% return, they thought, oh, yeah, my super's doing all right. I'm getting 8%. What they didn't know is the investors are getting twice that. They're getting 16%. So you see, if you could you know, invest directly and reap those same returns personally, because you're direct, that you're almost doubling some of your returns. So, you know, taking, if you think about it over the long term, when someone retires even doing half as well as some at half a million dollars, they could have potentially had $1 million. But anyway, my focus has shifted with the rest of the country to support people that want to invest in property from 2019, because leverage makes all the difference in the world, because you can pretty much make twice as much to sometimes three times as much money at the end of your working life through a property portfolio. So since 2019, we focused on building portfolios for people. We've got a lot of clients that have a couple of properties now and examples on our website. They've got a million dollars worth of property. We uh, helped them find two investment properties last year. They're only in their 40s. They want to have about six properties. The exciting thing is when you turn 60 in Australia, if you choose to retire, you're allowed to live off your rental income tax-free. So if you're bringing in $1,000 a week rent, 
well, that's like earning $1,500 as a small business owner, isn't it? But you don't have to work for the money. It's just coming in passive income. So we're really liberating people's you know, retirement through that financial freedom pathway. And it's really exciting. And we're just getting lots of happy clients that can just see the reality of making money. Now, right now, obviously, property is hot. And so people are making ridiculous returns. But we look at the long term, you know, what's going to happen over the next 20 years or what happened in the last 20 years so we can sort of see where the future's lying. But right now in today's climate, it's really good to get into property. The reason being is the RBA, the Reserve Bank of Australia, are maintaining interest rates at a low level and that's not going to be changing anytime soon. Three to five years in front of us is a fantastic window to own property. And, you know, the saying goes, the rising tide raises all ships. So, the whole country is going up in value right now. And when the interest rates do turn, as they say, that when the worm turns, it's going to turn slowly. Like they only move the rates 0.25% per quarter. So 1% increase is going to take 12 months. And you're going to see that coming. And I wouldn't be concerned about the effect of interest rates uh, in front of us. And even when it does change, whenever that's going to be, because no one can predict the future, it's not going to matter because, yeah, the, the biggest insurance policy for a property if you ever had to, you just sell it and then you realise the profit you've made and you're ahead. So that's the that's the insurance property for any insurance policy for anyone that owns property. Yeah, and then right. so just quickly, just to move back, like the thing that I was like really intrigued by was like using your super to actually buy property. And for, so for a lot a lot of dudes, and like I've got a lot of mates and they live in Sydney. Okay. And yep. in case you don't know, living in this beautiful state of Queensland is Sydney is fucking expensive, right? Sydney is ridiculous. I mean, I mean, everywhere is getting ridiculously insanely expensive. And like saving up for a deposit's crazy because paying for rent is crazy enough, like with all the bills that we've got. And the thing that really intrigued me about like what you were doing and the thing that I really liked about it was the fact that you're able to actually use your super to go in and actually buy a home. Now, are you able to use a super? and then buy and like live in that home as well? Is that, Are you allowed to do that? No, so that's illegal. You're, only, you're not allowed to get personal benefit from your superannuation until you retire. However, what we provide people is what's called an investment and loan strategy. So they're two separate things which you are allowed to do. So I'll explain. When you get an investment property, it's inside a super universe with super rules. Uh, it's quite different to buying a home outside of super. And so when you set up a self-managed super fund, and you're allowed to roll over your money from a retail or industry fund into your own. Now, it's very similar to a family trust. So it's usually under your own surname. That's what you would name it. And it's a legal entity to protect your assets. So it can be any type of investment assets. And obviously, property is one of many assets you can choose. But it is the only one that you're allowed to invest under the guise of the government rules that has leverage. And that's really the secret source of how to grow wealth in an accelerated fashion because of leverage. So to give you an example, if you had $150,000 in traditional super and you were getting 7% per annum over a 15-year period, you'd have $413,000 at retirement. You use that same $150,000 as a deposit on a $450,000 townhouse and the townhouse is still going up at the same 7% per annum. After 15 years, you're going to have an asset with $1.241 $1.241 million. So those two side by side, same money, but used in a different way. You've made you've just made three times as much money, eight hundred thousand dollars more that you would have missed out on by just sitting on your hands doing nothing. You can actually jump onto any of your superannuation accounts today and they will tell you how much money you're going to have 
when you finish working. So they have all these calculators online. And the sad reality is you actually know that you're only going to end up with 400 and something thousand, for example, in that example. So property is definitely the, the way to go if you're, well, it's the only vehicle that allows you to get two to three times as much money. Did, did that example make sense? Yeah, totally. So you can go out and you can, instead of going and having to put, you know, all the money down in the house and pay 500 grand, or if in the case of what you're using, you have $150,000, you can put that 150,000 into shares if you want to do it in a traditional super way, or you can take that 150, leverage it. So take out a mortgage on a house, borrow 300K, put 150 down, you've got 30% equity in that house, you own 30% of it, but the 450000 is what you're going to make the profit on. So exactly. you're going to make a rental return plus on top of that too, you're also going to get your capital growth where exactly. you're going, your house is going to go up. And what did you say? It was going to be, end up being $1.124 million, uh, something like one, that? $1.241,000 versus 413000 So the reason I know those figures so well is because we have a an example uh, on, a, on a slide deck that we show people to teach people about leverage. And then, so last year, we were obviously helping people build investment property portfolios, but then we came across a shared equity solution, which was what we do now full-time, which is Home Buyer Accelerator Program. And that program shows people how to set up a self-managed super fund. We, it's all a done-for-you service. They don't have to do anything, but we will um, do that for them. And Love that uh, return. <laughs> And so we set them up the self-managed super fund, and then they, we show them an investment. It's called a property trust. And the good thing about property trusts, they're quite common. They're in most superannuation accounts already. And so our one has over 100 properties in it. And they're getting a really good return. So the good thing about investing money into a property trust is that it's low risk because it's just residential properties. And they're spread, which is diversification, which reduces your risk across every state of Australia. And like I said, you'd be a, say, a unit shareholder you'd have a little slice of over 100 properties. So they've never had a default. There's never been an issue with the fund. It's 10 years old now. So they've been creating deposits for 10 years, which is fantastic. And then once you've got your return and that's happening, it's just a temporary investment, they have a lending arm. And that with that lending arm, they will create a personal loan, which represents the 20% deposit that we create for people. So then they will go and get the other 80% from the bank. So they have a panel of lenders. And so we get 100% finance solution for people, but all they've done is an investment and then they get a loan and then they go and buy a home. Awesome. That's fucking unreal, man. Yeah, it's awesome. So it's really exciting. Uh, So people are already in their homes, living in their new homes now, and they're very grateful. And really it's changed their lives because a lot of people just – I guess, give up and think, I'm just going to be renting forever. So they'll go and buy a brand new car and maybe get into a little bit more credit debt than they should, but they don't care because they think they're never going to own a home. As soon as we educate them and enlighten them on what they're entitled to and and what can work for them, then they just completely have a, a change of mindset and they get really excited and they close all their credit cards, get rid of the zip pays and the after pays and go, no, 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 I really want to save and do what I can to, towards the home. But they're just really excited because it's just an opportunity that they didn't realise was available because shared equity, that type of concept loan has been available in Australia since the 1980s, but it was in the domain of commercial lending only. And now we're bringing it into the domain of the public. So every day, hardworking Australians can take advantage of this loan solution and our whole program, holistic program, and buy a home to live in, uh, leveraging their super in a, in a legal way that's 
also approved by the ATO. It's been audited four times last year and, you know, was approved with flying colours. So it's a, it's a great solution for Australians. So in this way, we can actually get one where we can leverage our super to actually get a home. Exactly, because you're just doing an investment and that same company will give you a personal loan to create the deposit and get the rest of the finance. So they're two separate things. One is just a standard superannuation investment through your self-managed super fund, uh, which we obviously teach people about how that works. And then the loan is the other side of the coin, so to speak. And that's got nothing to do with their super. That's why it's legal. So, okay. So then we say, let's go through and, and, and so you move forwards from that. And let's say that you want to start getting like investment properties as well. That means that you can actually get investment properties, which may be outside of superannuation land. Correct. Is that right? Yeah. Right. I, I, I am baiting you a little bit here. I will, I will, will, will admit, but like, so we can actually get money, which is like, so we can utilize our super, we can leverage from that. And then we can start making income, which is outside of our super based from the money, which is first in our super, if that makes sense at all. Yeah, so so you just I guess it's the words compartmentalize. So you just yep. have them in a separate container. So you've you set up your your um, self managed super fund with your financial advisor and planner, and then you've made your investment, and then that you can forget about that, and then until you pay out the deposit loan, which I can go into a bit more detail. So what happens after about three years? You just refinance the home you're living in, and you pay out that deposit loan. So then your super comes back, but because it's returning around 10%, let's say, for example, you put in $150,000, you'd be pulling out about $195,000, $200,000 in three years' time. So you've made a nice little sum of profit uh, on your returns as well. And then what people do with that money, they could put it back into their traditional super or into just their, a private share portfolio through their financial advisor. But the most popular choice is to actually just recycle that whole loan again, like you just said, and buy an investment property. So that's exactly what people want to do and do do because it's leverage and people feel more comfortable with property than shares because people understand property. It's pretty simple. We all live in a home, don't we? So we all understand what a property is, whereas shares can be quite complicated. Totally. Well, I mean, my old man taught me the rule is like you don't dabble in shares because if you're working, like there are people whose whole lives are in shares, right, and doing that. And it's like, if you dabble in that, of course, they're going to take your money because a lot of the time, apparently so, I've been led to believe I could be totally incorrect, but a lot of the time shares can be a bit of a zero-sum game where in, for, in order for somebody to win, somebody has to lose. I might, might be, you know, some- No, no, that's true. It is zero-sum. So I, I was a trader of foreign exchange for two years. So that's some of my experience as well. And I've been involved in derivatives and options and all sorts of instruments of investment over my lifetime. However- there is inherent risk with with those, and there is risk with property as well, but it's a lot less. So you can actually just do the calculations and property has a lot less risk just because of the nature of property, how it behaves compared to the share market. It doesn't have the big, you know, roller coaster ups and downs. I mean, that's what's required to capture daily earnings is you do need a lot of volatility, they call it, and you need that. So you need that movement. That's great if you're a day trader and depends on your method, whether you're you know, long-term, like two-week trades, like the institutions like banks do, or it could be right down to five one-minute trading if you want to, you know, high-frequency trading. But, yeah, so just trying to think of what was your uh, statement just before about that? Dude, I actually wanted to circle back to one thing you said yeah. at the start. The government's putting $10 billion over the next 10 years into fixing super. So yeah. what's broken? Well, I think the risk of loss because people aren't – they don't have enough at retirement. So the statistics are out, like – 
people just don't have enough in balance to last, so they end up defaulting to the pension. Because I'm sure the government, I think, last count, they spend around $38 billion a year paying out the pension every year, and they mm. prefer not to do that because they wanted the Australian worker to be self-funded, so independent, but it didn't work because of the big giants getting too greedy, you know, uh, as usual, and just taking too much money off the table, not giving it back to the individual member. So it's all when very we're well talking about. about the big giants, what we're talking about, well, the guys who are the big big yeah, funds? Yeah, I mean, you think about CBUS, for example. There's nothing wrong with it. It's a great fund. I mean, I, I work with a lot of builders and construction guys, and they're all members of CBUS, for example. You, you've heard of CBUS? Yeah. But, you know, who pays for their television advertising and who pays for sponsoring stadiums? I mean, where do you think all that money comes from that they advertise with and, and, and carry on? I mean, it's coming from the bottom line, but it's just not a fair distribution of profits back to the members, that's all. So it's the, so what I'm taking from, from there is you're saying is, is that when we go through and someone we, we invest with CBAS, then instead of all of our money being put to work in terms of putting into shares or being invested in various ways to get the highest return, we actually get a large number of fees being taken out of that to go through and to fund the marketing and fund all that sort of stuff. Is that what we should Yeah, of course. So, so there'll either be declared fees or, you know, the way they do their internal workings, like the banks have been caught out. So there was a, a Royal Commission and that's where the government investigate the banks, right? If, if you heard yeah. of those, and then they went in and they, yeah, all got found out about charging undisclosed fees and just not being fair to the members. So what what happened? All the banks divorced themselves from superannuation because they thought, oh well, we can't get away with this anymore. We don't want anything to do with it because the banks are hardcore. So like for example, BT was the super that was attached to Westpac. They don't. They've got nothing to do with BT anymore. It's they've um, gone their own way same with uh anz and one and yeah they're basically they're not involved with superannuation anymore so that was uh just because they really got caught out but that was quite a few years ago and it took time to unwind all that so that's a concern isn't it if they don't just a little (laughs) but but at the end of the day at least there is super just people can do better for themselves so you're still going to make some money in super as long as you put keep it together and don't let it get scattered and as long as you know it's good if people just start to look at it and just just look at you know shop around just have a look what other options are there just you know open your eyes to other possibilities that's all just not accept what you're given really you need to hopefully after listening to this conversation it's highlighted people's you know they're a bit more alert on what What's well, out there? You piqued my interest when you said that I'll get triple the amount of money back if I go in and die. And die oh, and, potentially, and yeah. Well. We can show we can, it's just math. Obviously, no one can predict the future, but it's just common sense and, you know, leverage is leverage and the facts are the facts. So, it, yeah, it, you will make a lot more money through property than, you know, traditional super because that's just the national statistics. They're just the facts. All I'm doing is sharing facts, really. Yeah, cool. That's awesome, man. Dude, this has been really, really insightful. If anyone is interested in doing this and they want to learn more, whereabouts can they find out more about what you do? Yep. So our website's superpropertysolutions.com.au and the Home Buyer Accelerator Program is where we teach people how to leverage their super to create a deposit and finance to buy a home to live in. So that's the most popular program that we offer right now, obviously, because if anyone's out there renting, and working full-time and has over $150,000 in balance, they've got every chance of qualifying to get a home for themselves. Unreal. Thanks for your time, man. You're welcome. Appreciate you, dude.
Thanks. I hope you enjoyed the video. If you got something out of it and you want to learn more, click the link below or type in High Performance Conversations with James Can, and you'll be able to check out all the podcasts that we've done. We cover a stack of different topics, everything from getting your mojo back, overcoming anxiety, self-doubt, self-esteem, and learning from some of the industries and some of the world's top performers in both business and in health. Look forward to having you on there. Thank you.